This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. say that they truly knew Otto. Otto Bloom was an enigma wrapped in a riddle, hidden behind a giant question mark. You'd be hard-pressed to find a more divisive figure in recent history. Half the world thought he was a saviour, and the other half thought he was a sham. He was funny, sexy, fiercely intelligent. Otto was incredibly frustrating at times. When I tried to imagine what the world must have looked like through his eyes. That's just impossible. Hi, I'm Xavier Samuel. (laughs) That film was sort of like peering into a grotesque doll's house or something, you know, it was Mm. really violent, but it had a a sense of humour about it as well, I think. Queen of the dance is Lola Stone! There he is. It boils your brains and turns you into one of them. Yeah, I've, I've been doing a lot of publicity for um, Love and Friendship, which is Jane Austen films. Right, so. yeah, of course. Yeah, that's um, doing really well. The Wit... Uh, Wit Stillman, Stillman. Yeah. I always get him confused with the American poet's name. Uh, Walt Whitten. <laughs> I know. It's just... It's uh, funny, isn't it? Uh, yeah, cool. Seems Lady Susan will finally visit. Lady Susan Vernon. That woman's a fiend. Congratulations on being about to receive the most accomplished flirt in all England. Excuse me for arriving this way. What a delightful family pose. May I present Lady Susan? Delighted to make your acquaintance. He's handsome, isn't he? In a calf-like way. Right, I'll just get started. Um, This is Sci-Fi and Squeam on Joy 94.9. And in the studio, very happy and delighted to have... Someone really special. Uh, it's Xavier Samuel. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Yeah, so it's a bit of an early morning here in uh, Joy. <laughs> Lovely Melbourne weather. But you'd be used to 
the erratic Melbourne weather, I guess. Certainly, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Death and Life of Otto Bloom. This film is, yeah, part of the Premier Fund. <laughs> it's described as uh, a romance time travel head trip. There you go. Mm. What would you describe it as, Xavier? And also, what's your character in this film? Um, well, it is, it's uh, essentially a love story, um, mm-hmm. but it's about a man who's experiencing time in reverse. So um, the past is sort of unknown to him. And uh, yeah, it is a bit of a head trip. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, it's Chris Jones. I think it's his biggest film yet, I believe. Yeah. Um, uh, he's done some short films as well. Excursion back in 2003 and um, The Funk. Are you a fan of uh, the sort of sci-fi, time travelling? and? Sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's um, you know, Chris has got a very unique sensibility. His, mm. his films um, are, are really original and, and kind of wacky and out there. So it's kind of fun territory to explore. Mm. Something a bit different for you. You haven't really done sci-fi, of course, most people know you. Obviously, Twilight, Eclipse, mm-hmm. 2010, that was pretty big for you, thinking back. Yeah, I mean, a kind of crazy whirlwind to, to be kind of mm. roped into. <laughs> I told you how it works. The Cullens have powers. Don't underestimate them, Riley. You'll have the numbers. But they'll be able to anticipate your every move. According to your friend? Yes. My dead friend. So what was it like playing a vampire? You get that all the time. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. There's no real frame of reference, isn't there? It's not like you can catch up with a few vampires and and uh, learn about the character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think for a lot of our listeners too, uh, one of the m- more remarkable films, I guess, that's come out of Australia, The Loved Ones, mm. uh, Sean Byrne, that was a pretty popular. Yeah, it's it was kind of, yeah, it came from his sort of wacky mind too, <laughs> with all these wacky directors. But yeah, it, the, that film was sort of like peering into a grotesque doll's house or something, you know, it was mm. really violent, but it had a... A sense of humour about it as well, I think. Mm. Have you ever seen anybody do Brent, the character you play, as a cosplay? Or? <laughs> I haven't actually. I haven't had. Be dangerous. Uh, yeah, I should head along <laughs> and see if there's anyone, anyone out there. I was at um, a film festival last year, girls' film fest, um, called Goff Girls on Film Festival, and a feminist film festival here in Melbourne, and that was the, the highlight film. Oh, there you go. And people were leaving. <laughs> people were walking out feeling. Uh, violated almost, but mm. I think that's a good sign in a way because it's obviously got the impact. Yeah, it's you a know. fine line, isn't it? You know, you don't obviously don't want to be a part of putting something into the world that is, um, you know, sensationalism or perpetuating mm. something that's um, that's not um, you know helpful, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> it's a it's a fun film, and it's and it's. Um, you know, it's a horror film. I think there's exactly you know a place for that, I suppose. Princess, she's gorgeous, and what's his name, Brumpton, uh, yeah. pretty spooky. Yeah, yeah. If I bet. Totally. Um, now, the other thing was, I spoke to. It's Wednesday today, isn't it? No, it's Thursday today. Monday, I spoke to Sean Byrne himself because his new film, um, Devil's Candy. Yeah. 
is going to be playing at MIF too, which is exciting. Yeah, it's great. Hopefully, Have you heard I'll much about it? Or? Well, Simon Chapman, who shot Loved Ones, also shot that film as well. Oh, so cool. um, I had a chance to catch up with him. He said he had a really great time working on it. I think they were shooting in Austin or somewhere in Texas. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. I think there's a police officer or someone, a realist, uh, that's some character in there with a Stetson hat and you sort of get that feeling. Mm. It's, a, it's a bit of an interesting place. But, yeah, it's very heavy metal. He loves his metal. Yeah, and that was a big part of the loved ones too. Mm. It's Yeah, um, I guess he kind of finds some sort of inspiration in... It's been six years. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> been a, a while. Long time. Yeah, but I think you know Sean and Chris Chris Jones as well. They both have such um, um, kind of strong convictions about telling their own stories, mm. and so um, I'm sure there are wealth of offers and opportunities that come their way. But they sort of stick to their guns and really mm. focused on telling their own stories. So yeah. I think that must be um, a tough place to to live but um, it's certainly ab- admirable. Yeah, I think it's a passionate thing and it's an Australian thing. Maybe uh, there's not the pressure as much to succeed in making a big splash, big blockbuster, yeah. but keeping I suppose true. it depends what mm. your priorities are too, doesn't it? Exactly. So we spoke uh, off air just quickly about the Whit Stillman film, doing the rounds for that. Love and Friendship. Yeah, yeah now that is really getting a lot of great... Are great uh, reviews and things. Yeah, it's not exactly a sci-fi. No, it's not. <laughs> it could be time travel, I suppose. Yeah, it takes it's you back. It does. Back in time. Um, yeah, no, that was that was really, I think it's sort of an, an elegant comedy and, and mm. um, yeah, it's good to see that people are responding to it. Yeah, and wearing and looking like that. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, I, dressing I, every I day. I don't have the, the curlers in my hair this morning. <laughs> I, I thought about it. <laughs> People might not know what that's all about. Um, <laughs> we can leave it leave it ambiguous. Yeah. Um, so, are you a fan of horror? Speaking of uh, genre films, horror films. Do you have um, any favourites? Or I, I can't say it's it's my favourite genre, but mm. um, I saw The Witch recently, which I thought oh. was really yeah really cool film, like pretty classy film, pretty extraordinary actually. Mm-hmm. I was like sitting back going. Wow, okay, where is this going? Yeah, yeah, it was haunting <laughs> yeah. feeling. 17th century, watch out. It explains <laughs> a lot of things, doesn't it, <laughs> in America itself. But any science fiction? Um, I mean, to do the character, I was to do Otto Bloom, um, did you have to do a lot of research about time travel or...? I think there's a certain, I mean, there's a threshold, isn't there, where, mm. where logic can, um, it just goes out the window. So I think uh, at one point I thought if this guy's experiencing time in reverse, then he would have heard English in reverse. So I, mm. at one point I was like, well, maybe I should record all my lines backwards and learn them oh, <laughs> backwards. Okay. And, and Chris was like, uh, I think we've reached the threshold there. <laughs> Let's just... <laughs> Um, defer to the to the simplicity of of each moment, mm. um, but yeah, it is it is a hard thing to wrap your head around. But it but it gives you an opportunity to to work in a space that is totally new and and unfamiliar. So mm. there's a moment in the film where he, um, the love of his life is meeting him for the first time, and he's saying goodbye to her. So. There are all these sort oh, of really right. bizarre situations that, that turn up. 
that's difficult. Yeah, it was hard. <laughs> that would be hard. <laughs> How do you do that? I mean, is yeah. it a bit like Benjamin Button, perhaps a little bit like Memento? or Yeah, there's a, there's an element of that. Mm. Um, but it, I think, you know, he doesn't age in reverse. He ages normally. It's just that he's mm. he's experienced the future. And so he kind of is an enigma and a phenomenon. Mm. Did you see the Spearig Brothers film? Well, they did a bit of time, the time travel one. Oh, no, I'd, I'd like yeah, to check it out. Yeah. Naturally, I've forgotten the name of it, which is really embarrassing, but... Is it um, Predestination? That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that you. looks really cool. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to... Sarah to Snook. Sarah, Sarah Snook, Snook, yeah, Snook. and Ethan Hawke too. That's right. Yeah, yeah really timey-wimey, you know, wibbly-wobbly, as Dog Do <laughs> fans say. <laughs> wibbly-wobbly. <laughs> wibbly-wobbly. <clears throat> and coming up for you... Um, can you tell us if, what sort of uh, films you'll be involved in in the future or will um, you get back to theatre or anything like that? Possibly, yeah. Um, I did a play last year at uh, Belvoir mm-hmm. called The Dog, The Cat, which was like a double bill and I was dressed in a cat suit. Cool. Um, <laughs> like a furry, big furry. Well, I, was, well, I wasn't exactly kind of tarred and <laughs> feathered, but uh, no, it was more of a onesie. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, there's a few things kicking around, Love and Friendship and, mm-hmm. and The Death and Life of Otto Bloom and um, another film called Spin Out, which is set at a BNS ball. It's kind mm-hmm. of like a screwball romance. Um, and, yeah, I just finished a, a six-part series for the ABC called Seven Types of Ambiguity, which is... Um, okay. Um, yeah, that was a really, really good one to, to do. Mm. So do you like working, I mean, you probably get this question a lot too, um, the difference between working here and working in the US? What's What would your favourite um, environments be? It's sort of, Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference. Mm. I think there's, I really enjoy the community that forms in, in, in and around Australian film. Mm. Um, and that's, that's, um, that's certainly a difference that I've noticed. But it's, you know, you still pointing a camera at something or someone. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. And it's becoming more international anyway. I mean, getting people like um, big productions like Four being made in, in Queensland and New South Wales and, you know, you've got a lot of overseas people coming hmm. to here anyway. It's, yeah. it's much more global. I think the climate's shifting a little bit. Um, but I think the one, thing, one of the big differences, I think, on American films and certainly... Um, you know, bigger budget films is just the time that you have to be mm. able to explore and play around. And and um, sometimes on Australian film, you know, a second takes a luxury, so you've got to be on your toes. Right. Finances, uh, of course, yeah. come into the play. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Great. Now, speaking of um, for <coughs> Ragnarok, which has been made, if, um, if you could be a Marvel superhero, who would you be? <laughs> Anything, if you know any of the superheroes. Ah, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I saw the trailer for Doctor Strange. That looks pretty cool. Mm, he's, yeah. a, he's a Marvel character. Yeah, isn't he? yes. Yeah, one of the older ones, actually. Yeah. I'm surprised they made it, to be honest, because it's so. Yeah. I mean, they, they must I think have... it was written in the 40s. I mean, it's probably almost as old as Superman. Yeah. Or, you know, which is DC. So I just stepped right into that. <laughs> into so much trouble. <laughs> or would you rather be a villain? I mean, look at Suicide Squad looks amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, think villains have more fun. They do have I more think. fun, you know. Um, and they get to subvert things and, yeah. and kind of 
Um, and Heath Ledger's role was brilliant as the yeah, Joker. Yeah, uh, amazing, mm. amazing performance. And I don't think there's, there's been a performance like that for a long time or mm. since, really. You so know. you wouldn't want to be the Joker or... Uh, you know, not mean enough. <laughs> <laughs> Tough shoes to fill. Yeah. I'll be interested to see um, Suicide Squad and Jared mm. Leto's yeah. in that too. Yeah, he's doing the Joker. It's a big mm. step for him. And, and, you know, people are already saying, oh, is it going to be like the Heath Ledger one? And it's like, mm, it's going to be different. Mm. Get over it. It's going to be different. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> Can't take that away from Heath, of course. Cool. All right. I might wrap it up, but if you've got anything... Oh, a question someone said to me. Can you please ask Xavier what it was like to work with Kristen Stewart? Oh, she's she's awesome. She's really, you know, really a cool person and very focused on, on um, you know, what she was doing in those mm. films. But, yeah, I had a, we had a great time. She's really, really cool. I wonder if anybody thought how big they would become. Did you have any idea that you'd get well, mugged and all, you know? <laughs> I, w- I, was, I wasn't there at the genesis of it, you know. Yeah. I was. I kind of came into an already established family and, mm. you know, I knew that I'd seen it on the back of buses and stuff, but I don't think at the time that I arrived they were still cutting the second film, so... Right, yeah. But they they were making the third one, so they knew there was, there was a kind of momentum behind it. But, um, yeah, I don't think... You could ever really imagine the, the kind of the enthusiasm <laughs> that, yeah. that came of all that. Yeah, and seeing yourself on a bus, <laughs> yeah. looking so pale, must have been odd. <laughs> <laughs> certainly was. And certainly red-eyed, you know, a little bit red-eyed. Yeah, yeah. And is it onion peel? It's like an onion, um, I believe it's made from white onions, the powdery substance they put on your skin. I don't know what it was. Um, it's another they, question they someone sp- said. Can they you sort of spray it on in the morning. Spray it on, yeah, oh, so. right. Like a spray on, untan. Yeah, the opposite. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> cool. They should bottle it. They should. It. Actually, they probably have. Someone probably has. But I guess you'd have to have a warning on it. But you yeah. might get staked by mistake. Certainly, yeah. You'd need those sorts of warnings, I reckon. Zombies or vampires? Who do you think has more fun? Um. Oh well, vampires get to to stick around for a lot longer, don't they? Usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they don't decay. Oh, well, they can, obviously, yeah. but <laughs> obviously, they're not as stinky. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> vampires, are cool. Sure. Um, oh, great. Now, I wish you all the best of luck for the death and life of Otto Bloom. Let's hope it does take off. Thank you. It's always good to see a sci-fi film, and particularly one that's made uh, through the Premier Fund. And um, for Meth, so that's pretty exciting. And to be the opening night. It's a gamble, but it's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm going to be watching it for the first time. Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> yeah, with, you know, two and a half thousand people at Hang Hall. I'll be like, okay. <laughs> well, maybe you can chat to people after the film, you know, because yeah. then you'll know uh, what it's about. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Well, congratulations on that. Um, now, before you go, I do this for, to everybody I, I grab, and then as I get them to do a station ID, if that's okay. Sure. Thank you. It's Squeam. Squeam. There's a nausea. Yep. You're listening to Sci-Fi and Squeam on Joy 94.9. Cool. Is that right? 94.9? Yeah. That's it, yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks. No worries. Oh, your name. Oh. oh sorry. <laughs> you know something we forgot. Um, my name's Xavier Samuel. You're listening to Sci-Fi and Squeam on Joy 94.9. Perfect. You done radio before? Um, did I have a radio voice then when I well, said those things? that's good. Do it again. Hi, I'm Xavier Samuel. <laughs> I think maybe I've got to work on my radio voice. I don't know. I love it. It's great. <laughs> Thanks so much for talking to us on Sci-Fi and Squeam. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers.
You're listening to Sci-Fi and Scream Undead, a podcast of Joy 94.9 with Sonya the Squeamer and Clay Talks. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.